Welcome to another special Cinco de Mayo episode of Good Swill Hunting. In this episode, the amigos will try four swills, Modelo Oro, Lone Star, Corona, and Modelo Celada. Which one will receive the coveted commercial treatment? Find out in this special episode of Good Swill Hunting. All right, here we are. We made it more than a year to another Cinco de Mayo episode. This is your beer balancer, Blaine. Wait, who, here. The hell, who the hell are you? Uh, you um, what, what do you What do you mean? I'm Blaine. I'm the beer balancer. What's What's the problem? Um, it feels like an insurrection. Some yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, we're missing somebody here. What, what's going uh, on? What, guys? Ha- what happened to John? He, he, John is dead. What? Somebody explain where where he is. He's on Late. sabbatical. Uh, well, John is traveling. I'll just say it. We wanted to make this Cinco de Mayo episode happen again. Uh, Be- because we love you, because we our love, listeners. We love all of you so much. And uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Popular just you know has to do a lot of traveling, and we just could not nail him down for this episode. I deeply apologize. I'll do my best to fill those giant shoes, those <laughs> giant faceless shoes. Because they're typically white leather shoes that I don't know how he keeps clean with the amount of kids in his house. And you yeah, know, he has. Yeah, he's got his house is quite a circus. What's, it, what's he got? Like nine kids now? I think, I think twelve. <laughs> last last 12. I counted. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, we can talk all the smack we want about him because he's not here. He he chose not to be here. Just kidding. He he wanted to be here, and and we miss him. And, and it was important for us to get together and do this episode because, Blaine, if I'm right, this our last Cinco de Mayo was our highest rated episode. It was really well received, a lot of downloads, a lot of listens, and I remember it being a lot of fun for us, too. Um, and I'm actually really sad that John can't be here for it. I know he's super sad he can't be here for it. But this is how important this episode is. This is how fun this holiday is. This is you know kind of an unofficial uh, start of summer, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's an American holiday, right? We, we established that a, a year ago, right? We did. We yeah. did. Uh, we did. And, um, but it's still a fun time and it's a great time to specifically focus on these, uh, Brian, you would call them Mexican loggers and all this, but we have some different things here on this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually more excited. So, I was excited about last year's Cinco de Mayo episode because, you know, I, I'm a beer nerd. I'm the beer insider. I worked in the craft beer industry. I used to be a beer writer, blah, blah, blah. Me, me, me. Yeah. Um, let all the hops rain down <laughs> on me. Horn. But one of the things that always annoys me with, with that, and I thought about a lot of this when I was on my spring break vacation down in Mexico, a lot of beer nerds are always like, oh, I don't want to drink a Corona when I'm in Cancun. I Give me an IPA. You're an idiot, if that's what you're thinking. Okay, because... <laughs> A 7% IPA does not taste good on the beach. When it starts to get warm, it doesn't taste good. You're not slamming them like you are these lighter Mexican lagers. It really is funny how different beers are like that because, yeah, an IPA or a porter or any of those kind of more heavy beers, they don't taste good when you're chilling in the sun by the pool. You know, Uh, what what do you like to drink when you're just sitting in the sun, Matt? You need to ask. <laughs> do we, over the last wow, year, I just, I just really? got, I, I just got the. Uh, are you, are you new here? Uh, I got mean mugged by Matt. I'm sorry, but, but it's Bush Light, right? <laughs> uh, he hates Bush Light. It's Bush Ice, right? It is Bush Ice. Rain or shine, summer, winter, e- even, 
even if it's cold outside, throw them in the snow dra- snow drift and and just. It, you know, we dissed it a lot, but it is a good beer. We it, didn't. It's okay. We did drink it together. We reviewed it. It was one of a special episode. But yeah, go check it out. Yeah, what, what I was saying about being in Mexico, like the resort I stayed at, it was one of those. Oh, that's right. You just got back from Mexico. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that, this is amazing. The resort I stayed at, like you would just go up to the bar. They didn't have a list of their beers. You would just say, you know, una cerveza por favor, and it was a crapshoot as to what you were getting. Like every day they had a different beer. One day it was Dos Equis, another day it was Tecate Light. If it was a draft beer, which they would sometimes hand you, that was always Corona. Then they handed me this thing called Montejo. Montejo. And I was like, what in the heck is Sounds this? Like a swear word. Um, it was made by Modelo. Uh, I wanted to do a review on it, like a quick video review. I didn't have my phone with me, and I was going to grab one later, and they were already out. You did send us this pixelated, weird thing that uh, I'll give you credit for managing to get it out, out of Mexico. Uh, to us of, of you trying something. Yeah, I was on the shuttle uh, from the hotel to the airport going home, and the driver's like, you want a beer? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, how about you know either Corona or a Barrelito? I'm like, what's a Barrelito? And, and it was this little short, squatty bottle. Um, you almost looked like a barrel. And he handed it to me. Of course, it was brewed by Modelo, like everything else in Mexico. But I tried it, and we're going to put it up on social media, um, so go check it out. I don't want to give it away, but it was it was pretty cool. And it was like, why am I just learning about this beer now? I'm on my way home. You, you look a little tan. like You just you still have your Mexico tan. Yeah, dude, I, I've still been in that relaxation mindset or for you like just two buzzed. weeks. I'm getting there. <laughs> no, I'm just that pumped about it, because i got some surprises coming up for you today on this episode. All right. Yeah, oh, I got I'm, right. I'm excited for, you too. for that. Oh, uh, that that sounds may, might it might not be a good thing. Well, we'll, we'll find out together. All right, okay. Well, last uh, single to my episode one year ago. Which how cool is it that we're back here a year later doing more? We tried three beers: Tecate, Monterey, Regia, and the the deal was the one that we thought was the best it won the Good Soul Advertising. We're gonna do the same thing this time, only totally different beers. Obviously, last year Regia took the uh the prize they it won and it was this giant bottle uh that we were just like what is this and and it ended up being amazing mm-hmm. um and it's one that some of us have purchased again and again and uh we'll see what happens today uh, and what do we uh brian and, and those those big bottles like that that is very common in latin american culture you're not necessarily buying a six pack or twelve pack of beer. A lot of times and, you're getting a big like bottle what to you, share. Yeah, I like what you explained that the last thing of my episode, which I would go check that one out, uh, is that it's a it was an experience. It's not yep. you're not drinking the one beer, you know, well, I can't speak for Matt, because it's a big giant bottle, but it's like a table it's a table beer that you share and enjoy with a group of people at a La Fiesta. Yep. yep. And, and speaking of that, we're, we're, the first beer we're drinking today, the the, um, the Modelo Oro. Modelo Oro it, on deck. It, it's in the 24-ounce can that we're going to be splitting it. But Matt keeps pulling the one that him and I are to share closer and closer to him. Which <laughs> it's, <I'm>, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, you're warming it up by touching it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably uh, get to this here as soon as possible before All this it gets talking too warm. Is making me thirsty. I know. Yep. So, so let's just go over the beers we're trying today. Modelo Oro. Uh, we're doing uh, Rio Jade. Rio Rio Jade, which is a Lone Star beer, which Matt's excited about. That Texas man. We've got the uh, Chelada, uh, which is Chelada. Uh, Chelada from that's also Modelo. Correct. And then we have a Corona Seltzer. We're trying. Not again. Or, or what is it? 
I think it's a lemonade seltzer with made with real cane sugar, I believe. Okay, so that's interesting, um, and that is out of a variety pack. Uh, but we're going with the more what we think could be the more popular f- flavor in that pack, just to keep things simple. And first on deck, Modelo Oro, and uh, um, this is a, a pretty pretty cool big can. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm wanting to take that job because that's what I usually do. But the, I'm gonna do John's job, which is the you know kind of describing the beer itself. It is a giant giant 24 ounce can it sells for three dollars and 49 cents four percent abv you can find it at the super g mart is where we purchased this it's a american light lager mexican style untapped users gave it uh they said it was light and refreshing and also said nice try modello but not quite an ultra <laughs> untapped gave it an average rating of 3.1 so I, I, yeah we'll see i want to interrupt you on something all right, because we bought it at the Super G. We bought it here in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is a test market beer from them. Oh. You can only buy this in four cities right now in the United States. So we're special. Charlotte, Houston, and Fresno. So, okay. Okay. So so we're this and, is, this is a, a, and they're limiting themselves by selling it at some place called Super G. What is that like? A, <laughs> is that like a hood superhero? Well, so my wife went out uh, last night to some uh, of the more ethnic um, grocery stores to find beers for the the show. Um, she couldn't quite get up to compare foods or compare, depending how you want to pronounce it. Super G's closer, and they do have a nice uh, uh, international beer selection. But this is she saw this at Food Lion later that night as she's driving around as well. Right. So you could buy it at different stores throughout Charlotte. Well, she did not see it in anything other than this package, though, the twenty four ouncer. Okay, and well, it's it's a big can. I'm going to take Blaine's job it, now. Yeah, I was going to say it, uh, while we a, crack these open, while Matt describes the it's can, it's got a gold lion on the side that really resembles a Lowenbrow lion to me. You know? Okay, it's a beautiful can. The lion is actually also the uh, symbol of Mexico City, where the uh, brewery is originally from. Okay, all right. It says Cerveza Modelo Oro, gold standard light beer, 90 calories, three grams of carbs per 12 fluid ounces. So there are six carbs in this entire can, and it's 4% alcohol by volume, beer brewed in Mexico. Uh, And we have two 24-ounce cans. And uh, uh, Brian, do you need some of this can? Because Matt might take that whole can. I'm going to need some beer. (laughs) All right. That's kind of the purpose of the show. So uh, with that, uh, we'll go ahead and start our first sip impressions. It's time for a special Cinco de Mayo first sip impressions. Check out goodswillhunting.com. Well, I tried to make that as momentous as I could. I feel like John does such a good job of making our first sip impressions just stand out. But uh, but we had the Cinco de Mayo you know themed music in the background. Um, uh, let's Matt, you're staring at your cup there. I'm I'm watching the foam burn off uh, pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> have you even taken a first sip yet? No, not yet. I okay. Not. So because it's such a big can, we are pouring these into miniature <laughs> Brian uh, at a beer convention solo cups. So, <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah, we'll live that photo again. <laughs> uh, Brian, um, do you want to start start us off on first sip impressions for our? Or aura, yeah, oro. Yeah. So the idea behind this beer is to, you know, you read it in the reviews to compete with McUltra. So it is that low calorie light beer um, option. Uh, we did one recently on the podcast, and I I liked it above McUltra because it actually tasted like beer. 
I actually think this one tastes like beer. Um, but the thing, remember last Cinco de Mayo, we tried everything without a lime, and then we added lime to see if it was better. And most of us are like, it's better without, it's better without. This one's really good, but there's something about it. There's a sweetness that is begging lime to me. Like, I feel like I need more of an acidic finish from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting what you would uh, describe as cream corn. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely tasting a, a corn finish on it. Okay, uh, so uh, go ahead. You're, you're tasting the corn? That's what I'm tasting, and no. beer. I mean, it's, <laughs> it still tastes like beer. Beer and corn. <laughs> well, uh, I... I my first impression is not great, actually. I feel like it's it's very watery, in my opinion. Uh, it's just I, it doesn't have as much of a bite as regular Corona, um, but but it is smooth. You mean Modelo? Um, yeah, Modelo. That's what I meant. It, it doesn't. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. Um, I it just doesn't have as much of a flavor, full flavor as the you know standard Modelo, but it. Uh, but I could see if you're drinking this in the sun and you're drinking a 24 ounce can of it. Uh, it's easy. It's easy drinking. Think about what you want to rate it. I think we're gonna. But first, I want to talk a little bit about the brewery, can I? Because we're kind of like you know off the cuff today, right? That's true. We to really learn a lot about Modelo. I actually want y'all to go listen to another episode of ours. I know we're reviewing a lot in the backlog, but we do. We're starting to build a pretty nice backlog. Um, when we rated Victoria, uh, Victoria was a Modelo-owned brewery. Um, but just to give the cliff notes. Um, the brewery was founded in 1925 in Mexico City. Um, Pablo Diaz Fernandez was the most notable founder. He was a Spanish immigrant and uh, bakery entre- entrepreneur. Um, Modelo and Corona, it's the same company, essentially, um, so they, they share the same histories. But they were founded in 1925. By 1928, they were already making 8 million bottles a year, which is huge. Um, wow. They started exporting to the U.S. in 1933. And in 2013, they did sell to AB InBev. Um, but here's what I think is the most interesting thing about Modelo. And this caught me off guard. Modelo Especial. Is, and this is according to uh, an article I read in Forbes magazine from March 2022. So according to the most recent RIR data, Modelo Especial is second only to Bud Light and beer sales in the United States. That's incredible. That is incredible. That, that says a lot because that you're going up against a beast. And they didn't start doing English ads until six years ago. So that is just from the Hispanic community in the United States. Wow. Um, and Charlotte, they actually called out in the article as being one of the cities where they are definitely number two in beer sales, which I think is very interesting. I think it's very cool. Now, Little story about Modelo, which you all don't know. Um, I used to have a blog, um, The Wandering Gourmand, and they Modelo reached out to me years ago um, and had and sent me uh, like a, a cooking utensil and a gift card to go buy beer, um, and they wanted me to throw a friends giving party. So they gave me a gift card to uh, buy groceries and buy beer and have a bunch of friends over for Friendsgiving. That's an amazing... uh... I did do a blog post, so I will share that. I mean, it's old. It's really crappy writing is when I was first getting started as a writer, but You don't don't have to twist my arm. I'll go out and buy buy beer and have a party. Yeah, just send me a gift card. (laughs) Write about it. Like, I still have the little cutting board to cut the limes on. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. So, a little bit about the brewery. Okay. Well, uh, so our next beer on deck... I thought we were going to rate these. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Like I said, I need a little help here. Uh, I'm new to this hosting thing. You're doing a hell of a job. Uh, well, I don't know about don't that. we have a open for that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
that would They've be had their fill. Now they'll rate the swill. What we're, we're going to do, we're going to do a last call. Uh, once we try all the beers, so we're just going to kind of move oh, okay. right along and, and rate them. We'll move right into the next one just to kind of keep it, keep it flowing here. So uh, Matt, what's your rating on this? You know, I'm going to put this at a three and just because it's not offensive, it's easy drinking. I, I'm almost with Brian. I think I would try this one with a lime, mm-hmm. um, but it's not offensive. Like I said, there's a slight corn taste there. It's not as thick as some that we've had, but uh, I think it's pretty, it's, it's okay. Okay. Uh, Brian? I'm digging it. Um, and maybe it's the fact that like, we're only one of three markets in the U.S. that has this right now. Um, they're testing it out. But, you know, I think that the older I get um, the, and the bigger my beer belly gets, <laughs> and the more my son slaps me on my belly and says, Daddy, you're getting fat. Um, and my wife That's on more than one occasion does that as well. Um, so I started to think more about, like, <laughs> <laughs> Stepping away from craft beer during long drinking sessions at the pool, watching football, um, watching Matt, NASCAR. Matt, does anybody slap your belly? Just my wife. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Sometimes random people will come up and rub it, trying to get luck. Oh, all right. There you go. Hey, you were dressed uh, as a leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day, buddy. What'd you expect? But, if Brian, you were saying this is good stuff to drink if you're watching, yeah. you know, Football, I, I, watching NASCAR, just hanging out by the pool, whatever. If, if this passes the test of the trial markets and, and it's around this summer, I'm going to say this will probably be the regular in my beer cooler because it does hit that. And I hate to say that I'm almost wanting to drink more of these diet beers. Um, I still think Mick Ultra's garbage because it doesn't taste like beer. This tastes like beer. I'm going to drink in the pool. I'm giving this a three and a half. I think uh, I'm close to both you guys. I'm going to give it a three and a quarter because um, I think it is good. I've, to me, it's better than other very um, light beers like your your Mick Ultras and some of those just have really no flavor. Uh, this has that resemblance of a beer flavor where you can drink it and yeah, it's a little watery, but it tastes it still tastes good. Like you yeah. you can enjoy it and it goes down easy. So so far, I like my prom I, date. I, I feel like we're off to a better start than we were a year ago. I was thinking Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it's not a bad beer. I, I like it, uh, and I think um, it's something I would go out and buy. So next, we are going to be trying. Uh, Matt, you're going to be excited about this. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna. I don't know if I got the name right, but it's Rio Jade. And uh, this, it's not what the can uh, says. What does it say? It says Rio Jade. Uh, yeah, it, it, if you look at it, it looks like Rio Jade, but uh, we've heard it pronounced Rio Jade, but we're, let's just say Rio Jade because it's the color of Jade, right? So, Yeah, I want to punch you every time you say Jade. Then I'll stop. <laughs> All right, untapped. Uh, they gave this a 3.32 as the average rating. It is uh, uh, muled in from Texas by our good friend Matt here, our beer outsider. Matty Ice. Uh, this is a 12-ounce uh, can. Uh, Six-pack was seven ninety nine. That's a pretty good deal. American good Light price. Lager, Mexican style again. Untapped users gave this uh, description a distinctive Mexican style lager. It's a light it's aight, actually, is what it says. Definitely worthy of its own SNL skit. Glad I tried it. Well done. Crushable with dinner sweetness. Simple but full-bodied for a lager. That was uh, what one of the untapped users said about it. Simple but full-bodied like my wife. Oh, I was waiting for it. I was waiting Sorry, for baby. it. I was waiting for it. I want to know why they think this should be an SNL skit. 
for beer. Like, that sounds completely off the wall for me. It's a little silly. It's, yeah. it's a little bit. Again, Untapped gave it a 3.32. We'll and uh, we'll find out uh, exactly. So uh, let's go ahead and crack these open. Oh, yeah, uh, Matt, baby. describe the can for us. Well, it's a delightfully green and white with accents of gold. <laughs> There's a star of Texas on the top, San Jacinto monument-ish. There's some wheat grains and some some other flowery things. <laughs> and it's uh, fairly simplistic, yet elegant. Okay. Like you. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I will say this is a gorgeous can. And you put a little more flair on that. Is that because it's from Texas? Maybe. Okay. Well, they did hire a designer to actually design uh, the, the can. Really? Yeah, they hired a special designer. Um, so... All right, well, we're all getting our first sips in, and uh, before we get into all that, let's uh, do our first sip impressions. It's time for a special Cinco de Mayo first sip impressions. Check out goodswillhunting.com. All right, so, yeah, uh, the first sip, uh, I'm definitely getting uh, more flavor on it from this compared to the Modelo Oro. Um, Brian, let's start with you. But these are different kind of beers, though. So that was a uh, low-cal light lager. This is your you know, more traditional Mexican lager. Um, this is a weird one for me. I need to, to spend some time pondering it because um, I'm not sure if I like it, but I can't stop drinking it, <laughs> which is really weird. Okay, Matt. I, I liked my first sip. I thought, okay, yeah, Lone Star, you go. I mean, I don't mind you. Um, it's, it's a little, it's, it is totally different than the other, than the, you know, standard Lone Star lager. And, and let me just be transparent with our listeners. We did up our snack game in between. We now have chips and salsa. Yeah. As that was ketchup. And you, okay. It was ketchup. Well, you know, we didn't, we didn't have it to start because I, we didn't have salsa. So, uh, confession that's taco sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Well, which, your, which I, your taco I, sauce is wait, amazing. Wait, I would, ex- I would expect that at like a bachelor's house, but dude, you're married and have a kid. Like, well, there was some toast. Oh, wait, like did, chun- chunky did she go to Florida there, State I'm too? Pretty sure it's old. Uh, no, don't start with that. Don't start with all that trash talk now. Uh, just because you went to, you know, the one, better. Yeah. Oh, here uh, we go. I'm not going to go. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. As the host, uh, I'm going to rise above, you know, just because I'm the cream baby. You're supposed to keep this train on the tracks. I know. That's that's not happening. What the listeners can't see, he's doing the the tomahawk right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, do we have enough uh, taste on this to rate it yet? What do you think? Is this something you got to drink a little bit more? Think on it some? Why don't we sip while I talk? Let's do that. I got some information on this one. So we rated Lone Star before. Um, we didn't really rate it that well. As I already said, um, it doesn't travel well. You're supposed to drink it in the state of Texas. Um, <laughs> but it has an interesting history. I'm just going to do the cliff notes to learn more. Go back. Listen to that episode. Um, but the brewery was founded in 1884 by Adolphus Bush of Anheuser-Busch. So I think that is absolutely fascinating. Um and they actually sold to Anheuser-Busch in 1895. So they're one of the first beer sellouts, which, once again, I think is quite interesting. Um, they've had a lot of ownership changes over the years, though, a lot of name changes. Um, most recently, they are they are now part of the, a, um, the Pabst family. Um, so Pabst did buy them in 1999. 
Um, and they actually started brewing them again in Texas in San Antonio Pearl Brewery. Um, they are currently brewed in Fort Worth, actually, at the Miller Coors Brewing uh, facility there. However, this beer is not. Oh. This beer is special because it is brewed in Austin, Texas. Um, and they uh, they have an arrangement with the brewery there that, that brews the beer. Um, I hear good things about Austin. I, and I think that's actually pretty cool that they did move. Uh, they did move it to Austin, which is kind of where the you know the roots of Texas are. You know, you think Lone Star, you think Austin. Um, and and what's really neat is they do focus more on local with this beer. So this is a, a Mexican. This Mexican style lager is brewed with locally grown barley uh, from a nearby malt house called Blacklands Malt okay. in Austin, Texas. So uh, pretty cool, I think. That is that is. And it's a seasonal beer. It's more than I thought. I, I, you know, I thought it was just going to be another thing where they, you know, it's just something they can market differently, you know, in their collection of beers. And they're they are marketing a little different where it's not necessarily. So it is a seasonal beer. Comes out during Cinco de Mayo only. Um, it was launched in 2020 during COVID, um, which nobody's really going out and celebrating Cinco de Mayo because you know we were all told to stay inside and wear masks. But. W- <laughs> <laughs> what, they're not really marketing it towards like, hey, drink this with your salsa and ketchup at your neighborhood Cinco de Mayo party. They're saying this is a good beer for going down the river on a inner okay. tube, sitting on your balcony when the sun's going down. So that's it's it's a different kind of marketing for them. We're not encouraging public intoxication. Now, I did leave something out when I was reading the can. And it's noticeably absent. I don't see an ABV on here anywhere. Maybe I'm missing it. Well, the, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. So it's it's a, a little bit, little bit more ABV than the uh, Oro that we tried. Uh, any insight on this beer, Matt? With it being from Texas, do you know anything special about it? Uh, I know nothing special about it other than that they sell it at Kroger and HEB. But it's not it's not the the Lone Star. It doesn't have that that. Uh, you know, nostalgia to it that the old Lone Star has. No, I mean, this is actually the first time I've ever seen it, and I was like, oh, man, i got to get this for the boys. Yeah, well, thank you for, uh, for you know, muling it here for us. And just to give you a little reminder of the, uh, the original Lone Star that we tried, and don't let this affect your ratings, Matt, you gave that one a 3.5. Uh, John gave it a 3, and I gave it a 3.25. Brian, you gave it a 3. So that's kind of where this was on on, on tap. This uh, Rio Jade. None of those are bad ratings, actually. Yeah. So I, I felt like we were hard on it, though. Like, but we still ended up giving it a decent rating. Like, but I, for some reason, I remember us to get in that four range. You got to be making like gold, okay? Yeah. yeah. You need to be Narragansett, okay? You need to be Hopanobit. <laughs> you need to be Regia. You need to be bringing your. A plus game. Yeah. So yeah, it has to be. Three still is good. It's. it's I think it's a respectable rating. Can I offer a moment of pure transparency here? I was not going to bring back beer on this trip. I didn't even take a suitcase with me. So how did you do it? Well, let's just say a certain podcast host bullied me into bringing back my Tucky, and that would not be me because uh, you're talking about our our regular host. John, yeah, he was like, "You better bring back Montucky." That was a teenage girl eye roll you just did. <laughs> he was pretty hard on you John. about it. He, 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 like, you know, and I think you went there multiple times, and like the last time, it was pretty like. Severe. Yeah, there was one time I came back from Texas, and I did not bring any Montucky with me, and this time 
And there's not much that ruffles his I had feathers. To, I had to pay $35 to check a bag. And I said, well, if I'm going to pay $35 to check a bag, I'm filling that thing as full of beer as I can. Yeah. See, so it, it this costs, beer costs forty two ninety nine for a six-pack. <laughs> That's why you can go to our, our, our website, go to our Patreon account, help us out so we can get these beers uh, smealed across and, state and, lines. And I'm going to need another plane <laughs> ticket to, to Houston. So. While, we'll see if we can cover that. While we're uh, making a, a punching bag out of John, has he ever muled a beer for us? Because the rest of us have all mule beers he muled one from chicago what he old, old style oh and he did shorts too yeah so right. yeah you gotta Dang. give him some credit so right. he can't defend himself you know it's not fair i know all right let's rate this thing but he uh, is pretty he is beautiful and his voice is beautiful it's, it's, it's but, uh, so smooth and buttery and his shoes are so white <laughs> <laughs> all right let's rate this thing um uh, matt start with you mr lone star state you know i want to stay with the three and a half i i really I like it. It's a good beer. Okay. I, I would drink this on my back porch. I would drink this on my front porch. I'd drink it with on a train. I'd drink it in, <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> and when it rains. <laughs> I feel like we've done that joke before, but it's still I don't still think funny. we have. I don't know. All right, Brian. I'm going to go with a 3.75. It's not, it's not enough to be in the four category. That's but, still really good, though. Yeah. And as I said, you read, first, it, you read it above the Lone Star Man himself. I didn't really. At first, I'm like, I don't know if I like it, but I keep drinking it. And I'm still drinking it. And I still don't know if I like it. But the fact that I, I rarely finish a beer before we're done discussing it, I have like two sips left. So that means I must really like this. It's going into 375. But because I can't figure out why I like it, it can't be a four. Okay. There's uh, total logic there. I felt like this thing uh, started tasting a lot better from the first sip. Like the the first sip, I, there was a little bit of a, a bitterness on the finish, but as I've been drinking it, it's been tasting better, and, and and it's got a lot of flavor, which I really love the the full flavor of it. I'm gonna go with a three and a half on it. Is so, anybody yeah. else getting that spicy aftertaste, or is it just yeah, plain taco I, maybe sauce? That's, maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually in the description from the malt they use. You, you're going to get more of a, a spicier aftertaste. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, I eat jalapeno peppers as an appetizer. So mm. that doesn't surprise Yummy. me. Yeah, you grow peppers, Mr. Pepper. I do grow peppers. Fire yeah. a nice challenge, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, so there you have it. Uh, pretty good ratings for, uh, I want to say, it almost seems like it did better than when we tried the regular Lone Star. And uh, yeah, so we'll move on to our next beer. Corona... Hard seltzer limonada on deck for us. This is three of number three of the four beers we're trying here on this wonderful Cinco de Mayo episode. Uh, and uh, yeah, so this stuff, uh, it is a seltzer, and we have not tried a seltzer yet during this episode. Matt's shaking his head. What's wrong? It's a seltzer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody's shouting in the other room Limonada! <laughs> So, uh, you know, this one, I, I'll, I'll just be, in Matt's words, full transparency. It may get dinged because it is a seltzer. But you know what? This is what? Made with cane sugar? Cane sugar. Uh, Not that's, fake sugar. That's a big deal. So John you can know? drink it. John can drink it. And yeah, he has like a thing against these because they can get you in trouble fast. So on this one, um, as far as what Untapped says about it, you know, they, they mentioned the cane sugar in there. Uh, and, and you can you can have it without a headache, unlike some of the other more ar- artificial ones. This does come in a variety pack. <laughs> but Brian, go ahead. What's going on over there? He just opened. Do you, you just opened early. it. 
You well, just opened it. Hey, hey, listen. The last beer I finished before Matt, that's the first time ever. You're disrespecting I'm going for two the, in a row. You're disrespecting I'm, the fill-in host I'm, who I'm, has oh, not instructed you to pop the can. Don't, don't I don't want to be mad again. Don't you dare challenge me, Smirnoff Ice Boy. <laughs> So uh, this is part of a variety pack. Uh, you know, it comes with watermelon, strawberry, grapefruit, and this limonada. We chose limonada because it, you know, why do we choose this one? Well, because you could actually find a six pack of this at the grocery store. And honestly, I think another great reason which we didn't choose is the fact that what do you usually put in a Mexican beer? A lime. Okay. Hence, it's the lime seltzer. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Classic lemon lime is what it does say at the top. And, uh, this, uh, out of the variety pack, this one got a 3.4 overall rating from Untapped. Uh, let's go ahead and crack them open. And We're Matt, waiting on you, uh, sport. Oh, you've, they've already cracked them open. They couldn't wait for me. This is, this I haven't is, sipped mine this yet. is disrespectful to the fill-in host here. Uh, Matt, describe the can for us. And oh, don't the, spill it this time. The beautiful seltzer can. And don't spill can. it this time. Hey, take it, Matt Gulp. Now you, know, now you know how challenging it is, though, to describe the can wall. You know, it's, it's, got, the, it's got the classic Corona crown. Um, it's got a yellow band around it, and then at the bottom of the Corona symbol there, it's got a uh, half a lemon, half a lime, green <laughs> ring around the top. <laughs> and it says classic lemon lime across the bottom. It's 4.5% alcohol. Um, the writing, nutrition facts, and then datos de nutrición. Mm. Is that more French than Spanish? I don't really know. I don't. It sounded it, a mixture. Of hey, both. listen. When you start reading the Spanish part, that's just the English part repeated. It, okay. Yeah, that's how that, that's how that works. That how that, it's oh, called so, a translation. So it's not like calories, calories, <laughs> one hundred. So it's not like two hundred calories. It's only one hundred. Right. We're not adding them up. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank God you All told right. me. So uh, I know you're worried about your girlish figure over there. Easy, easy. All right. Let's do first sip impressions. It's time for a special Cinco de Mayo first sip impressions. Check out GoodSwillHunting.com. All right, we got our first sip impressions in as we're dropping papers all over the floor here. Uh, this is our third our third of four Cinco de Mayo swills today. And um, Brian, let's start with you this time because you, you wanted us to do this one out of the variety pack. So tell us, uh, what's your first sip impression? Before we get into that, I really have nothing to say about the, the brewery itself. Uh, if you want to know about Corona. I didn't ask for that. Yeah, I don't care. Um, <laughs> damn Knowles. Um, if you want to know what... Uh, if you want to know about the brewery, just go listen to the section, I don't know, maybe about 10 minutes ago uh, on Modelo. It's the same brewery. Um, they've okay. been brewing the same since the very beginning. And I've mistakenly called that one uh, Corona. <laughs> mm. Right. So um, this is a weird one because I, I'm i trying to find I the fine print. I feel like it's cheating. Well, I'm looking all over trying to find the fine print where it says Real Cane Sugar. Um, and the reason why I say that is I'm getting this weird fake sugar aftertaste to it. Um, and it says on here that it is, it is a splash of real lemon and Mexican lime juice. It says contains alcohol. Then it says beer, which I don't understand why it says beer. I just poured it into glass to see what color it is. And it's not beer color. It's what is the seltzer color? color. Seltzer color. It's like so like clear. Yeah, it's okay. clear. So I'm not really I'm not fan, I'm I'm hmm. We're gonna trust the blind guy to tell us what color it is. <laughs> That was that was a low blow, look, but look, uh, look, look. Okay, look, okay, I'll, look, I'll, I'll, I'll corroborate. You know, and I will. We've talked. We've done uh, seltzers before on the show, and I have said that 
there's only one seltzer brand I drink, and that's the Corona Seltzer. I'm I'm not sure if I would drink this. Really? Again. Okay. Yeah. Matt, uh, what are your, your Mr. Anti-Seltzer over here? Well, you know, as anti-seltzer as I am, this does have a powerful flavor. Bam. It's like they're, yeah, right there, it, Emerald just punched you in the mouth. But is it a good flavor? I did not say that. I said it has a powerful flavor, which for a seltzer is a surprise for me. Um, it's um, I'm not going to call it Pledge. I'm not going to call it Pledge. I pledge to not say that it tastes like I'm drinking a can of Pledge, but it kind of pledge allegiance to the flag so, of these here Mexican states of America. So is that that's your first sip impressions on it? So are they is that is that good or bad? Where are you at on your can, buddy? Oh, my God. I'm about there. Ooh. He's halfway done. I'm a little uh, behind you. So yeah, he my, started first. My too. first sip impressions on this, uh, when it, see, I kind of look at it as in the seltzer category, which it is. Um, it's good for a seltzer. Mm. I, I think it's really good. Um, now, as far as the Cinco de Mayo and uh, that blast of flavor in there, I that's what I'm tasting is that, that whatever they added to it. Um, so... I'm putting it. I'm putting like a handicap on it because I feel like you can you can add all that stuff to it all day long and make it taste better than any like most like a lot of beers, especially if you're a seltzer drinker. And I, I like seltzers, so it does have that little bit of sweetness, but it's not like crazy sweet like a lot of other things, which I I, I appreciate that. So I'm still kind of feeling it out, and I'm trying to figure out where I want to put this in my in my rating world, which I know we're not there yet because it's just, it's just so different than the other ones. And I don't know if I want to like put it up there with them, but this is why I'm glad we did this one. Right. It's like, Oh, I'm coming to the Cinco de Mayo party and I don't drink beer. What am I going to drink? What voice is that? Here you go. Uh, uh, Valley girl. Okay. Uh, no, that's uh, what school did he go to? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, stop with that's that. That's their cheerleaders. Stop with that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, listen, the cheerleaders in Miami don't speak English, so you don't know that. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, guys. Uh, so this one, you know, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do our, our uh, last call, you know, rating on this one. Where, Matt, where are you at on it? Because you've drank half of it. <laughs> well, and, and, and you know I will not leave any on the table. Um, I'm going to go with 275 oh, just okay. because it's got such a powerful flavor. And I feel like if I had one, you know, you've already licked the dirt off of the rock. You might as well just keep licking that rock because I, I think it could work. <laughs> okay, Brian. Wow. I'm going with the two. Um, oh, wow. It's not as bad as uh, some other things we drank, but... Um, I'm getting, I, I am getting a bit of an aftertaste that I just don't like, like fake sugar, like Splenda or, uh, something like that on it. Um, it definitely has a lot more flavor though than most seltzers, which I do like. Um, because I think that's why I like the Corona seltzers to begin with, because I think they have a, a decent amount of flavor. It's not like a fart flavor of black cherry that you get. It's like, Hey, there's some black cherry in here. Not like somebody just cropped us <laughs> in the room with black cherry. Um, but it's just that that aftertaste on this yeah, one. It's like a fake weird aftertaste. And I'm gonna pull a I'm gonna pull a John on this and I'm I'm gonna give it two ratings. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it one rating and compared to other seltzers. Like if I was lining this up against like truly and and you know, you know, Bud Bud Light seltzers and those things, I, I would give it like a three and a half if it was in the seltzer world. I would right now, I'm in this Cinco de Mayo lineup, I'm gonna do a two seven five. Just cause that I 
I don't, I'm not in the mood for that blast of flavor. And it does, even though they said, I taste, I, I, I taste the real sugar, but I still get a little bit of an artificial aftertaste on it. Mm. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. So with that, we'll move on to our next swill, our next and final swill. As uh, we have graded our Corona Limonada, we will move on to Modelo Chelada Mango Chile. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. So, all right. Here we go. Mango. So here it is, another big, big can. When we know Matt likes big giggity, cans. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, Matt, you have to share that with me. Get your hands off it. Uh, yeah, it's... Let's a, move it over here. Another Take it away. You're warming it up. Uh, well, let's give us a second here, okay? So Modelo Chilada Mango Chile, 3.5% ABV. That's pretty low. And, uh, yeah, on Untapped, uh, they describe this as a brew. It's brewed with brewed with beer and refreshing flavors of mango and chili peppers. This chilada is the perfect balance of fresh fruit flavor and a dash of spice, according to one Untapped user. Untapped gave it a 3.33, which is uh, sounds familiar. Another uh, beverage we've uh, reviewed already uh, has a 3.33. Matt, describe the can as we... Uh, crack this thing open okay the can is golden it's big and thick um it's got the classic modello labeling across the top cerveza and then it's got the dual lions unlike the oro which only had one lion on it okay unless there was one on the other side of the can that i did not see and then it says chilada mango y chile and the o and the mango has what appears to be a pineapple. I don't recall mangoes having those kind of striped uh. scored parts to them, but whatever, <laughs> man. Fruit appropriation is your thing. That's cool. Uh. And then it says, con los sabores refrescantes de mango y chile. Brewed think, in Mexico. Which, which is the same thing with the flavors of mango the, and chili. Uh, okay. And then sometimes you see mangoes, it's cut like that, you know, because oh. you cut it and... Right, you know. Yeah. What are, what do we? So Brian, help us out here. What is this? Because it's got. Is this is this a mango flavored beer? What are we drinking? Yeah, I'm I'm glad you asked that because w- when I first saw this, when you know my sweet sweet wife called me from the grocery store and she's like, "You wanted a chilada?" I was like, "Sure." What the hell's a chilada? Like I felt like a chilada. I should say I should yeah, know like that. A, like an enchilada. Yeah, I'm like, if, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking that you know the mecheladas, which are those beer and tomato sauce, maybe some spice, maybe a little tequila poured in. And I'm thinking that, and then she's like, it's mango and chili. I'm like, well, that's not the same thing, and it's not. They're two different drinks. So, um, enchilada is a traditional Mexi- Mexican beverage, which is essentially a light lager combined with lime juice and salt. Now, it's not the typical, here's your Corona with a lime wedge shoved in it. It's actually, you get your pint glass, you um, put it over, you know, you, you salt the rim of the pint glass, you get one and a half limes, you juice it in there, and then you pour your beer in. Okay. That's what a traditional chalada is. It so is, this, this, is actually, this is actually a thing? It is a thing. It's, it's a, not it, just some random, correct. like, just marketing stunt and the name comes from uh, it's just, you know it comes from two words chela and helada chela is slang uh, down in mexico for cerveza so if you're going out for some drinks you know some beers with some buddies you say let's go have some chelas and then helada is you know ice ice cold so let's go have some ice cold beers they combined it let's go have some cheladas what's the ice part again 
helada. The helada. <laughs> helada. The chela. It's like combining words, man. I, like I know this Spanish is class really, right really hard for you. Oh, oh boy. Um, and anyway, so now that we're interrupting me all over the place. Um, Sorry, John's well, not the, here. The reason why we wanted you to go ahead and describe. Yeah. Right, we're, we're, we we're, don't know what I'm we're getting ahead of ourselves just because, like, when you immediately say what this is and you smell it uh, as we are. Oh, I haven't uh, smelled mine yet. Yeah. Oh, give, get a whiff of this, baby. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, go ahead and crack it open. We, we've already cracked yeah. this one oh, open. Crack it open and pour it, buddy. But we, we, no. It's beer, we, we mango, jump, and chili. Yeah, we jumped the gun because we wanted to hear, we wanted to hear what this is because it's. I, I was like, "What is this? Like, what are we? What are we drinking?" So. I'm so excited to try this. Okay, uh, that's why th- I'm pouring it with no head. Think about like, okay, so Shannon, my wife, and I have a favorite Mexican restaurant here in Charlotte, and attached to it is a Mexican candy store. And so this summer, we went there and we bought our, and we went and had our, you know, our, our lunch, and we went to the candy store and we bought these mango and chili little suckers and we brought them to the pool and gave them to all the kids and didn't tell them what they are right, Matt, Matt's going to make fun of you I'm pretty sure I'm sorry but all I could hear was Marcy Playground I smell Mex and candy <laughs> alright sorry guys I'm sorry <laughs> listeners I'm sorry for but, that song but let me tell you about this so we talked about Modelo earlier in the episode we talked about their growth Okay. well before you do that let's go ahead and get our first sips no 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 I don't want to uh, go there yet well, this, why, is this is still the gelato. This is still gelato. It's like well, one Matt's sentence. Matt's over here sipping away. Um, I'm trying to keep this train on the tracks here. Over yeah. the uh, five years, go ahead. Over the last five years, the Modelo Gelato brand has tripled in size. Okay. And last year alone, it grew by thirty percent. And they're adding new flavors. So this is a popular thing. Yes. Uh, okay. Got it. You're not my real host. It's time for a special Cinco de Mayo first sip impressions. Check out goodswillhunting.com. All right, I still have to get my first sip, but uh, uh, I'm going to let... Uh, who wants Who wants to go, Brian or Matt? Oh, Brian's the fanboy over here. Let him go first. I, I like it. I'm like... I don't know what to. Th- like, I feel like the lone star. I don't know to think of it, but there's just a it. there's wow. a lot of weirdness going on in here, but it works well. I don't know what I'm, I'm smiling. Here. This is. This is weird. I've never. I, we have not tasted anything like no. this before. Oh, That's, can I have yours in? Yes, you can. Oh, but well, I spit it down. It back out. Oh, he Sorry. spit it in there. Yes. It's like I thought yes. I was drinking uh, a, a Bloody Mary a for breaker. a second. <laughs> so, okay. Not usually. I'm, I'm, I'll start us off on the first. So I thought I thought I was drinking a Bloody Mary for a yes. split second, and and then I got carbonation and spice and sweetness. I, I'm 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 really trying to figure this one out. This is this is different. Uh, I, I, you're right. I almost taste a little bit of like tomato t- in there, but yeah. I wonder if that's the mango. Because May- ma- maybe mangoes like, have a deeper flavor. Okay, uh, Brian or Matt. Matt, you go ahead. You know what? I uh, until last night, and this is a story that'll come up again later after we've reviewed this beer. Until last night, I have not tasted mango. Since I was in Costa Rica, which was probably 2001. And, you know, I loved it in country. Its flavor is amazing down there before, you know, they put it in a container and ship it up here. But if you can get it fresh off of the tree, amazing. But, uh, you know, I kind of like it. I kind of like oh, it. Okay. I didn't expect yeah. that. I, I didn't uh, expect it either. I was like, yeah. What's this mango uh, crap? I'm still trying to feel it out, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm really liking it. I'm, I'm going to... 
continue to try to keep this train on the tracks. Doing so great. we've given Doing our first <laughs> we've given our first sip impressions. Um, I, I'm I'm still on the fence with this one, Brian. You you described what this is, yeah. what we're drinking. You you talked about Modelo. Uh, you know th- this is a, a subsidiary of Imbev. Yeah. Um, anything else to mention about where this beer comes from and and no. what, why they why they you know introduce this in a 24 ounce can i don't know why it's in a 24 ounce can but it's been around for a while in the u.s uh, there were some other brands that did it let's let's remember uh and they failed let's remember miller chill do you remember miller chill from about like seven eight or nine years ago it was beer with heavy lime and heavy salt in it that was essentially gelato okay one could argue that tequila is a gelato uh when if you remember the tequila days um really matt doesn't remember tequila it was it was like a light lager with tequila, lime, and salt in it. Um, they are continuing to test different flavors, Modelo. Um, this isn't their only flavor. They have several ones. There was one that uh, was like a, a spicy pineapple one that, that Shannon saw at the store. And then just like Modelo's trying Oro in a few test markets, they're actually testing out some new flavors of their chilados in, in certain markets. We don't have one of those. And they're spending a lot of money on this. You know, they're, they're really pushing it uh, out there. They're not just like you know, passing it out there in in stores, they're spending money on advertising. You know, one of the things I like that Modelo is doing right now is they are, they focus heavily on the culture of Mexico. You go to their website and it really talks a lot about the well, cuisine. And, but more so than Corona, Corona talks about Snoop Dogg on a beach drinking a beer, which is a cool ad. But what does Snoop Dogg have to do with Mexico? I don't know. He's from Long Beach. I guess it's kind of close to Mexico. Because everybody loves Snoop Dogg. Everybody does love Snoop Dogg. But they, like, they're sponsoring fighting series. Um, they, they actually sponsor UFC, but then they have their own little... So they're like Tecate's worst enemy. Well, but they actually make beer that people want to drink, apparently, because we didn't rate Tecate very high at all. So Okay. Well, do you, you know, know and, we, and for the record, I do believe it's uh, Snoop D-O-double-G. <laughs> Um, are we ready to rate this one? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's get this, this done. Okay, uh, Brian, what's your rating? Oh, man, it's so weird, but I like it. Um, and, but I would only really drink one of these. And one of the things they say about chiladas is it's great for a hot day. They also say it's great for a hangover. Dude, this would be great for a hangover when I wake up first thing in the morning. And you still want to drink? Right. Well, no, You're I just. You're not like, I'm never going to drink again. Uh, so, so but that's day? what I want it. And like, when I'm like, I don't want to go drink again. I'm like, no, this would clear you out. I dig it. Um, I'm going to drop this as a 375. Wow. Okay. Matt? I'm going to give it a three, only because it's so unusual to me um, that I can't go above three in good conscience. I uh, <laughs> Is there still some in there? Because you're going to want some here in a minute. Yeah, there are some. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Three. Uh, so for me, this is this is a weird one. It's like I, I still I'm having my, so much trouble wrapping my head around it, and you know, being the beer balancer still, you know, I'm trying to fill that role. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a three, just because I, I don't want to diss it, just because it's so different. Uh, I, I kind of like the uniqueness of it. Uh, but I don't know if I would necessarily like go back to it and drink it again and again. So I'm going to leave it at a three and stay there. And yeah, so that's where I'm at. Okay. So that with that, we have rated all of our Cinco de Mayo beers. And we're ready to declare a winner on who is going to get the Good Swill advertising. Hmm. So with that, 
we will tabulate our final last call and our winning swill for Cinco de Mayo. All right, we are ready to announce our winner. The winning, the winning beer. You know that kind of reminded me of like the Mexican newlywed game. It is. It's it's, it's happy. Yeah, it's you got know? a very game show feel yeah, to it. I think it's good for our winning swill. All right, we got more. Which, of this. if you were need it. if you were keeping count during our episode, you would know. But it is going to be, and Matt, you'll be thrilled to hear this. Rio Hade. Lone Star Rio Hade. Woo! 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 Or, or Jade for you Anglophiles out there. Yeah, Rio Jade. We'll You're say listening Rio to Jade. the Quiet Storm. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, that's the winning uh, swill of it all. And uh, yeah, so Matt, uh, I'm told oh, you. I'm told you have okay. su- uh, surprises. All right, guys, you're either gonna love me or hate me after this. Uh, I hate you. I'm really terrified about what he's. I, I think you should kill, gonna, he's kill, kill the music for this because I want to hear your reactions. When so I, I, I just want to point out that Matt has his arm behind his back and he's about to pull something out to surprise us. Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh god! <laughs> All right, go ahead. What do you got here? What's what that look is like? That? Antifreeze. Why do I feel he, like this is Frank Gallagher? Matt is holding Shameless is, with some hoochie made that we um, shouldn't drink. Oh my god. Matt is holding a half gallon jug of a pink, pink colored fluid. What? This was my mango. Is that gas? This is my mango surprise from last night. And yes, it does look like high octane fuel because it is. This was trucked in from <laughs> Mississippi. Are you happy for the tiny cups now? Yes, I am. This is, well, no, I have even tinier shot glasses from oh, the Sahara, geez. which is no more. Um, I only had three of them though, so it's it's the boys' club. But this what is, the hell is that, Matt? This <laughs> this is a Mississippi homemade. Oh, don't break those! My wife will kill you. Um, Mississippi you. homemade mango moonshine. Oh no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nope. No. Nope. Nope. It's nope. Nope. Come on. No. All right. So hey, do Matt you know what? Is Seminoles would do it. A very, a very small cup for me. Am I going to go to the hospital after this? No. I had a, I had a sip before work. It's fine. Be fine. Okay. It's fine. And I can't but, go blind because. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that was a low blow, bro. I'm already there. Here, Brian. Right, he's I'll carefully. Uh, he's I'll carefully, just give you a little taste. Like a communion oh, cup of it. I had a communion cup. Do you want me to go get you a wafer? All right. Uh, so Matt has busted out some bathtub. <laughs> some bathtub. Some bathtub gin. Oh, here. Everybody sniff the bottle oh, cap. I, I sniff oh, this oh. thing here. Uh, Matt told me as he handed it to uh, me, it smells, like, it smells an like an IPA. It does smell like an IPA. <laughs> All right. You tell us when to when to swing. It smells this like thing, an IV so. that was just pulled from somebody's body. All right. Here, everybody Somebody's has a chaser, a. right? So, everybody has a chaser. So, Oh, that, that's uh, that's when you know a mango oh, here chaser. You go. Here you go. I got my, that's oh, you better right. have a mango chaser. Why? No, because no. it's mango. Okay, mango. It's chaser. mango moonshine, man. All right. All right. Uh, you, and you're going to do the first sip impressions on this one because I, prob- I probably won't be able to talk. You bet. All right. <laughs> actually, doing the real thing. On uh, this. We're actually doing this. Okay. Well, cheers. Cheers to my brothers. I'm sure John's not here. Whoa. Okay. So smooth though. I, I don't need to chase it, actually. Actually, yeah, no, that's that's really smooth. Does that have alcohol in it? Oh. 
Well, I was told it does. You know how moonshine works. But, uh, okay, that wasn't bad. So tell us about this. Uh, yeah, where did you get it from? I, I would normally ask Brian to tell us about it, but you, you, you came up with this out of nowhere. Well, you know, because it's not legal, <laughs> I am not going to reveal my source. You don't have to. I will just say that it's been... Uh, Is it legal for us to drink it on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Sure. They don't know. We're not, we're not selling it. Here, you got to try some. I'll just pose with it, girl. I just, I'm just taking Get in there. Get so, you some. Continue, Matt. Um, so I have a friend who's a over-the-road trucker. Okay. And he makes maybe three, four trips a week to Mississippi. Over roads. Over roads, yes. Oh, I have goosebumps. Uh, I have a girl. <laughs> I have that effect on all the girls. Balls. Um, but, you know, for months, literally, we've been trying to exchange this. And I was pulling out. And he drove by, and I was like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And he said, I got something for you. I was like, okay, can I, can I wait till tomorrow? No, I'm gone before you leave for work or before you get home from work. Okay. And I said, okay, let's take it now. And I don't normally drink before work, but I had a sip of this, and it was so smooth. I was like, oh, man, I, I'm in so much trouble this weekend. It had a nice flavor to it. Not I, bad. I, I'll, I hope I don't pass Brian? Out. Brian, go ahead. Uh, you were the one with the baby sip. Dude, It's it smelled terrible, but it actually didn't taste as bad as it smelled. It really smelled like, like I said IV pulled from your body. It smelled like rank hospital smells, but it didn't taste like that. So was that done in like a still? I, when he like, gave it to me, I said, did you give me the right jug or is this the one you pee in when you're on the road? Because... <laughs> It literally looks like a jug of trucker piss. Uh, unhealthy. It's. Uh, it's I mean, uh, if yeah. somebody's trucker uh, piss has that much red in it, they have some serious issues. Yeah, it, <laughs> you it, you it, need to go to the emergency room. Yeah. Really? You're <laughs> close. That's, you're that's close to normal. That. No. <laughs> no, Frank Gallagher. It's uh, not. All right. Uh, uh, are we gonna rate this? <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give it a four for smoothness. I'm not getting any burn at all. So I'll I, give it a four. I, I'm anxious to see what happens when I. Uh, polish this biatch off over the weekend well um matt uh, with that said um the good swill podcast is going to be recruiting for a replacement for our beer slob um since he won't be making it through the weekend i know there you go because he's got a half a jug of that stuff left well i hope you enjoyed our cinco de mayo episode <laughs> that did not end how i thought it was going to end but you know what it's not a bad ending uh with some ba- bathtub licra so uh, as far as our next episode we're getting that together john will be back uh, and thank you for your patience and staying with me and uh, getting us through this. I don't think I I kept it on the track somewhat. We, we, we may have derailed a couple times, but without further ado, here is Good Swill Advertising for Rio Jade. It's Cinco de Mayo, babe, and this will is paradise. Mexican lager style I suppose it's very nice With a drink to your left and a sip to your right You catch the sweetness unique to text You know you're something special And you look like you're the best This will is real jaded Tastes good on the side Hey!